Welcome back everyone. This is episode four, chapter four of the Pokemon Adventures podcast. Welcome back. Uh, if you're still, if anybody's still there with us, I am your host Sergio. With me as always is my good buddy Chas. So we're gonna get back to it guys. We got a pretty cool title on this one. This one's called Wanted Pikachu. Yep. But before we continue, as you guys know, as we've done in previous episodes, we like to do a little bit of who's that Pokemon trivia. And this time it's Chaz's turn. Chaz is going to be bringing in the questions. I'm going to be the one answering. And go ahead, Chaz. All right. Now this one. This one, since I, I play this one a little bit differently because we have expert here okay. who's going to be answering. I'm not going to give him a multiple choice, but I'm going to I am going to give him a little bit of a hint. So, this Pokemon has, it's just full of muscle, okay? Okay. Just like, just full of muscle. And he, and he's able to swim across the Pacific Ocean Oh. without even breaking a sweat. Hmm. Okay. Is that the hint? The next hint. This is a dual typing. Okay. And one of his typing is water. Nice. So, obviously a water fighting, I'm assuming. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Any more hints or that's it? That's all you're getting. Okay. He could swim across the ocean without breaking a sweat. He's full of muscles. I am going to have to say, damn it. Peace, half water. The only other Pokemon that I could think of is Golduck. Close. Damn it. I give up. What's the answer? Polyrath. Oh, my God. Wow. Shame on me for not knowing that one. I totally forgot about Polyrath. I don't even know how. Considering you pretty easily, too. You're right. You're right. It tells you it's a dual typing. See, the problem with me now is that I, I have more of the... Uh, the newer Pokemon in mind, and I completely forgot about Polyrath. My mind automatically went to one of the new uh, Gen Eight Pokemon. Mm. I don't even know his name. I just know that he's um he's a freaking uh, octopus. Oh yeah, that, that was that, that was the other one. But the part, the funny thing about him is that he's not even a water type. He's a pure fighting type. Yeah. So, but then again, because of his the way that Polyrath looks. I believe you that his description talks about muscles, but the way he looks, he just looks like he has a few biceps, but that's about it. <laughs> it just looks like he doesn't swim, right? Yeah, exactly. But Yeah, no, but it's like, because apparently it's like he uses all of his muscles to be able to, to, be able to swim like pretty far, mm-hmm. right? And it's like the description says across the Pacific Ocean, which is kind of funny because what is the Pacific Ocean in the, in the, in the Pokemon world? <laughs> That's so it's like, it's like, I don't know where you get Pacific Ocean from, but it's just that, that's the description it gives you. It's so funny because a lot of the early gents mention a lot of real world uh-huh. locations. Like I remember in the anime, they mentioned Vegas. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, no, like it says, it's able, to, it's able to, it's able to outswim Olympic. It's like Olympic swimmers. Okay, right? but. To a certain extent, I'm pretty sure the Pokemon world has, you know, real athletes. 
But I remember, I think Raichu has a description where it says that he's so powerful that he can take down an Indian elephant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure the Pokemon world hasn't exactly established um, uh, India for that for for that matter. But yeah, a lot of those early gents were always trying to make references with the real world but mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of i don't think that happens anymore that much but uh, but yeah shame on me for not knowing that for not knowing that one i need to read up on my pokedex entries <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so let's get started on the story this is chapter four quick recap of our story so far we have our main character red he's a young trainer from pallet town uh, so far, we see, we see him start off with a Polly girl, whose nickname is Polly. In chapter two, Professor Oak gives him a Bulbasaur. It wasn't intended because Professor Oak thought he was a thief, mm-hmm. and he did break into his lab. But eventually, Red warms up to uh, Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur trusts Red. They end up taking down a Wild Machoke. Uh, at the end of chapter two. Professor Oak gives Red a Pokédex, some Pokéballs. Red sets out on his journey. Then in Chapter 3, we see them in Viridian Forest, where he ends up facing off with uh, Blue. Blue's trying to capture a Kangaskhan. Red interferes because the small Kanga is hurt. And we kind of see a little bit of, you know, a little back and forth between Red and Blue. Blue, of course, is Red's rival, which is also our... uh, other protagonists in this story and yeah we get established a rival a rivalry between these two boys gets established and our story picks up red is entering pewter city well where we got a little bit of a commotion going on here you want to take over Charles? what's going on here yeah so we got a we got a good a good group of people right and they're just running they're they're going they're going after something right then as they're, as they're running around, it's like Red, Red notices that there's a little flyer on the floor. He looks at it. turns out there is a there is actually a wanted Pikachu, right? <laughs> it's like, not for hire, but because this Pikachu, this Pikachu is a criminal. Yeah. Right? It's like, and it's charged for mischievous. There he goes. <laughs> but it's, it's, just, it's just a mischievous electric mouse. Yeah, we have a wanted poster here. This says, Mischievous Electric Mouse Reward for Capture, Pikachu, Pewter City Merchants Association. (laughs) They all don't like this guy. So, it's like Red, obviously, he's trying to to, uh, collect more Pokemon. So, he, he takes a shot at it. Yeah. Goes over, finds a finds a crowd of people. They they manage to actually surround the the Pikachu. And they as as they're as they're running, they're tackling, they're they're just going. But this Pikachu is just weaving in and out. Yeah. So let's make a quick little pause here. Man, look at the way Pikachu was drawn here. Honestly, I I like it and I miss it. I miss Chubby Pikachu. Because nowadays, don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with the way Pikachu looks now, but you could tell that back in the, especially in the 90s, in the early Pokemon games, even in the anime, he was always drawn as a cute, chubby little mouse. Uh, he used to be a lot thicker. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know they, they brought back because um, they brought that back in the form of his, uh, 
what is it, Gigantamax form? Have uh-huh. you seen that? When yeah, it turns yeah. giant, it turns chubby. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you hear. Yeah. But yeah, um, we have an angry mob here uh, of, in Pewter City chasing after this Pikachu. This kind of reminds me a little bit of Aladdin. Aladdin and Abu. Yeah. When they're chasing, uh, they're over here stealing fruits, uh, you know, st- stealing food to survive. Yeah, so now, now you see why the merchants are trying to trying to get this Pikachu because it's like he's just over here eating everything. Yeah, there's a reason why he's so thick. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he's definitely not uh, starving in any way. He's a chunky boy. Yep. So one of the, one of the merchants actually has a net, <laughs> manages to catch it. But the moment the Pikachu notices that it's even inside the net, he just immediately starts electrocuting everything around them. Oh, yeah, he does what a Pikachu does best. Yeah. You get a whole electric shock. The guy who's holding the uh, the net completely gets shocked. All the people are staring at him. He's knocked out on the floor. And, of course, Pikachu runs away. He's like, hey, he's getting away. And then, boom, we get Red here with his Pokeball. And he's like, you know what? I cannot watch any more of this. So we get now we got Red on the chase for this Pikachu. Yeah, as I know, you have Red being a cocky bastard, as as he's always been. As it's been established already before. Yeah. It's like watching these guys struggle before he actually bothers to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. No, but it's like I wanted to give a little bit of pause because it's it's kind of funny how how is normally it's like at, at the 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 amount of the amount of amps that 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 Pikachu shoots out in his electrical. And his electrical attacks, right? The fact that it's even visible means that it can kill you. Oh yeah. There's like and for some reason, every single time someone gets electrocuted, no one dies. Oh yeah. I was like I was like I wanna know I was like I wanna know what, what the heck is in the air. That they're, they're just able to survive anything. Oh yeah, I mean look at again, once again we can see similarities between the manga and the um anime. Look at the anime. How many times did we see uh, Ash get burnt by his Charizard? And not only that, Jesse and James, literally every episode gets shocked time and time again. And they're still alive. So it's obvious that, once again, due to the, um, what do you want to call it? It's uh, it's uh, it's an anime world. <laughs> Nobody really dies easily. <laughs> Unless you're a mom. Oh, yeah. It's like... For some reason, if you're a mom with hair, uh, like to the hair to the side going to the front, this is like this is just immediate death for you. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like that's why that's like that's why you see Red Red over here as an orphan. It's like you don't <laughs> oh, see yeah. his mom, you don't see his dad. Once again, still no parents for Red. Yep. So yeah, going back to the story. Red uh, decides to take a crack at catching this Pikachu. He throws out his Bulbasaur, which we finally see again. Last chapter, we didn't see Bulbasaur at all. Mm-hmm. Last chapter was all about Poliwhirl. So, yeah, we finally get to see Bulbasaur once again. And now we got the crowd excited. It's like, hey, a Pokemon. So, we got Bulbasaur versus Pikachu here. And Pikachu, Pikachu's looking at Bulbasaur like, come at me, bro. Let's see what you got. Yep. And uh, we see Pikachu here throwing uh, what could possibly be a Thundershock, Thunderbolt at Bulbasaur. <laughs> He's drawn funny there. Look at his feet. He kind of looks like a bunny, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we get Pikachu uh, throwing a Thundershock at Bulbasaur. 
as we all know, you know, electric attacks aren't very effective against grass types. And uh, we see kind of a little bit of smoke here uh, covering red, uh, red and Bulbasaur. And everybody, the crowd are like, oh, man, even the kid with the Pokemon couldn't do it. But then as the smoke clears up, boom, Red and Bulbasaur are still there. And Pikachu's like, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So the next part is uh, is actually Red's turn. Yes. As I don't know, I don't know why that, why they were just waiting to get attacked in the first place. True. They probably wanted to see that, like, hey, you know what? We're tough too, Pikachu. Throw us your attack, and now we'll show you how to really do it. Yep. So, Bulbasaur does what Bulbasaur does best. Throws out a, what is that? I think it's a paralyzed seed. It's funny because the oh. first time I read this, I honestly thought it was a leech seed. Leech. But then they explain it in the next panel what, what it actually is. Oh, there you go. It's a sleep powder. Yeah, it's, yeah, sleep yeah, powder. Yeah, so it's like, he, he, hits a, he, he hits him with sleep powder. just completely knocks the, knocks the, the Pikachu out. <laughs> and as, like, as, the, as the Pikachu is falling asleep, Red throws a Pokeball at him. It's like, finally captured but it's like, as you can see from like the inside of the Pokeball, it's just like, he's not too happy about being in there. Exactly. Pikachu's face is hilarious. He's just yeah. like, oh, like, dang it, I got caught. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, we get a, a similar scene to what we saw in Chapter 1 when uh, Red captured the, the Nidorino. But this time, now we got a whole crowd of people, not just kids. You know, we got adults here, and everybody's cheering on red. It's like, yeah, you know, the Pikachu, that that terrible Pikachu got caught. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no. Now we just cut to the next panel where it's like they're, they're just treating this kid with food. Oh, yeah. Right? Lucky just him, like, huh? Just a whole bunch of food. <laughs> and there's like, he's explaining who he is, what he's doing there, throws out his, throws out his, uh, his Pokedex. And shows everybody's like, what is it? Because I'm assuming this is probably like new technology to them or something. Yes. Nobody knows what it is. And it's like, and he shows them the Pokedex and he shows them the the little category of uh, the Pikachu, like all, all the data that it has on Pikachu so far. I always wonder how. Um, I wonder if there's internet in the Pokemon world. Judging from what we see in the anime, it looks like there is because these guys had video call way back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Every time Ash would call his mom or Professor Oak, he would go to a Pokemon center, turn on a computer and boom, whole whole ass video call. I'm like, hey, that, that's pretty cool. But that also brings to question, I wonder how exactly, I wonder how the Pokedex actually works. And I wonder what if there's any connection between the Pokeballs and the Pokedex. Because the Pokedex is empty. For all those that have played the video games, you know that once you get the Pokedex, you open it, there's no info on it. The, all, all it has is whatever Pokemon is already in your party, and those are the only Pokemon it has registered. If you failed to capture a Pokemon, it just has a picture of it, but no info on it. Maybe, what, just the name? So no, it 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 just has a silhouette. Yeah, a silhouette. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it just has a silhouette, but it doesn't even it doesn't even show up the name. I think they did the same thing with Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. Yeah, where you just get a silhouette. Yeah. So, and and then the crazy part is that the Pokedex doesn't provide any information until a Pokemon is caught. So then that 
also makes me wonder is just when does the Pokédex register the Pokémon from the information it gets from the Pokéball, or it, does it connect to the internet and just updates it as soon as it detects that you caught a Pokémon? I don't know. These are just questions that I'm always wondering about. Like I'm probably thinking too much into it, anyways. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I feel I feel like there's already stuff in it, but it's more. From what I've seen, it's just more like a rite of passage hmm. for people, or at least this is, or at least this, this looks like something. There's like something new that that Professor Oak wants to try out. That's true. Where he gives kids Pokédexes, but they have to fill it out on their own. Yeah. But there's a either there's already data in there, or or there it's pretty much probably like data that he knows so far. Yeah. Because I it look because from what it looks like he's been studying he's been studying Pokemon for years, right? Uh-huh. So I'm pretty sure he would have caught his own Pokemon at that point. That's true. But even then, there's still like new Pokemon that he's probably never seen either. Yeah. And maybe that needs to get filled out by either the kids or, or the Pokédex will just do it itself. That's probably true. Scanning the, probably like scanning the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. So yeah, here we get a a panel of the Pokédex. We get it again, a nice little picture from the original. Uh, Pokemon games, we get uh, uh, Pikachu's uh, dex description, you know, he's an Electro-type, his height, his weight, uh, his characteristics, pretty cool. I always love seeing those little those little sections. His weight is only 13 pounds. <laughs> Heck, no, that's like not that picture. I know, right? Like, he looks like he's at least 20 pounds right there. <laughs> so, yeah, we go to the next page, and... Uh, Red is now questioning. He's like, so this wild Pikachu came out of Viridian Forest to live in the city. And everybody's like, whoa, what a cool device. This is this is crazy. And then Red is over here getting hyped up. You can tell Red loves the attention. There's hundreds of Pokemon in the wild. And it's my job to complete the Pokedex. And then, and then that's when Pikachu starts getting uncomfortable. You could tell that Pikachu hates being in the Pokeball. Now, this is crazy. This brings up a good question. I wonder who did it first. Was it the manga or the anime? Because here, this Pikachu acts a lot how Ash's Pikachu behaves. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think we've ever seen Ash's Pikachu in a Pokeball. Red here caught this wild Pikachu and he already hates it. This Pikachu is, looks like he's trying to shock Red through the Pokeball. And from the little bit of, uh, of the face expression that we get, Pikachu's not having it. He looks mad and, you know, Red is trying to talk with all the people and, and Red looks, he takes out the Pokeball. He looks at Pikachu. He's like, Hey, what's with this guy? What, what, you know, what's going on? So, you know, right off the bat, you can tell that Pikachu, you either think that Pikachu doesn't like Red, doesn't like being in the Pokeball, doesn't like the fact that he got caught, but, um, who knows? Uh, but this Pikachu definitely reminds me a lot of Ash's Pikachu, at least right now in the beginning. And, uh, so yeah, want to take over for the next page, Chess? Okay. So what is it? Ne- next part is like, he, so he takes out the Pikachu, right? And he's trying, he's trying to figure out how to, how to get through to the Pikachu, like trying to actually bond with it. He reaches closer to see if he can, to see if he can touch it. And Pikachu just fights back. Just yeah. like, just shocks him. It's like, he doesn't want to be touched, right? So, Mizai like Red, Mizai, like, of course, 
he has more patience for Pokemon than he does for people. <laughs> this is like he's trying to it's like he's trying to be friendly with it. And he said it's like, Oh, it's like how about we try being friends? Okay, Pikachu with a little with a little heart little on it. <laughs> and it's like Pikachu's just like nah. Nope. It's like I said no. <laughs> just so it's like slaps him away. Slaps yeah. his hand away. Yeah, so yeah, Pikachu's not having it. Pikachu does it's not interested in being friends. He's like Whatever. Yeah. I guess I'm stuck with you. I got no choice, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like and then uh, at the next very... panel right here. Yeah, we get it. So we somebody arrives, and once again, who do we get? Blue. <laughs> so yeah, we got Blue making another appearance, and uh, he uh, Blue does what Blue does best: make fun and antagonize Red. He's like, you're you're never gonna fill your Pokédex playing around like that he's like i'm embarrassed to have you as a rival <laughs> and it's always, uh, it's always that one kid yeah oh it's always like smuggler kid <laughs> yeah so and then we get a cool panel here red immediately uh on the on the defense he's like what was that and then blue's like okay you want to fight and then boom it looks like i could already hear the pokemon trainer music uh-huh. and then we get red you know, reach red and blue both reaching for their pokeballs. They and both look like they're about to pull out a, <laughs> like they're about to they're about to pull out a Glock and just just, <laughs> just, just have a good old western. Well, like, bah, 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 bah. in a way, this is almost more dangerous. They're about to they're about to throw out animals with supernatural powers. Yeah. So yes, and here we get blue um, dropping some information on red. At this point, I don't think Red had any idea about gym leaders, Pokemon tournaments, and because uh, this is the first time that Blue tells Red, like, hey, this town has a gym leader. Uh, his name is Brock, and he's looking for someone worthy to fight. And Blue tells him, I intend to do so and win the Boulder Badge. And Red is confused. He's like, wait, what? The Boulder Batch, and of course, Blue is completely taking advantage of this situation. It's like, I know something you don't know. It's like, really? Like, how pathetic can you get? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Blue, Blue's like, like I don't, I don't know if you've ever, you've ever had that one friend that is like, he obviously, obviously, is like the kid has money, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, and he, and he bought something that. No, that nobody else has, or oh, his parents man. gave him something that nobody else has. Yep. And it's like, and you're over here, it's like, curious, right? Trying to figure out what it is. And it's just like, oh, you don't have one? And it's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> for me, it's like, I've had, I've had this friend where he, he, he had a Game Boy before I did, because back, because back then Game Boys were a lot more expensive. Oh, man. Than they are now. So it was like, I didn't actually get to play with a Game Boy until like much later on. But aside from that, it's like, so, he he has a Game Boy. Trying to see what it is. It's Pokemon, obviously. Oh man. <laughs> so it's like he's playing Pokemon. It's like and me it's like I've never I've never been exposed to Pokemon before before that point. It's like I go, I'm interested. He's just like he's just like, oh it's like this is it. It's like this isn't for you. Oh. It's like this is only for me. I'm just like, you know, you're gonna let me see it at least? He's just like, No. I go, Find <laughs> oh, it. Oh my god. 
<laughs> yep, there's always somebody that will take advantage of information that they know and you don't know, and they're going to throw it in your face. So that's blue here. He's updating red on the gym leader, and we get a we get one panel here showing Brock. I think we all know how Brock looks like, but we're not going to see him yet. But I think Brock looks a little bit different here than we what we usually know in the anime. But we also get a nice um, uh, panel here of the Boulder Batch, and this also brings a good point. Something that they don't do in the games anymore. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they only did it in the original ones. Back then, when you used to every badge that you got also gave you gave your pokemon like a certain boost in their stats some badges boosted their attack power some badges boosted their defense their speed mm. nowadays the badges don't do that at all so this is a callback to woo man way back then because blue blue tells red the boulder badge can boost the attack of the the attack power of your pokemon the only thing that i think the games have to uh today from back then is that if you ever have traded Pokemon and you you need to have a certain level, a certain amount of badges for those traded Pokemon to obey you. Mm. But um, but yeah, this is this is this is definitely a throwback right here that uh blue uh, what blue says, and uh, and of course, once again, red is just getting more and more mad, and blue tells him every trainer knows that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, and then in the next page, uh, Blue challenges Red, but not to a battle. He tells him, you know what? Here's my challenge to you. Let's see who can get the Boulder Badge first. Now, I don't know if you uh, remember this or if you ever paid attention to this. Because I know in the remakes, which is what? Fire Red and Leaf Green, they did this as well. But in every gym that you go, if you read the description, so you go inside the gym... There's mm -hmm. that greeter, that guy that always gives you a little bit of advice. And he's always standing next to uh, like a pillar. If you actually read the pillar, it gives you a description of the gym. It says, Pewter City Gym, Gym Leader Brock. And then at the very bottom, it will always say automatically, the name of your rival has already won. Mm -hmm. Always, always giving you that impression that your rival was one step ahead of you. And it also reminds me of the anime that <laughs> whenever whenever Gary had a chance, he would write on signs and say, Gary was here, Ash is a loser. <laughs> <laughs> that was always so funny. I loved seeing that. But yeah, go ahead, Charles. Take over in the these next few panels. Okay. So what is it? So yeah, you you have you have blue challenging red to 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 basically it's like whoever, whoever can win the 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 rock badge first, right? Yes. The rock badge? Uh the boulder badge. Boulder badge. Boulder rock, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, so is so he says like, Oh him knowing fully that this guy just barely got a Pikachu and knows just like, Oh, by the way, it's like that the Pikachu's not gonna be able to do anything to to a rock type gym leader mm -hmm. and just leaves smugly. <laughs> oh yeah. It's funny it's funny too because just like it's like it kinda it kinda shows just how intelligent Blue is. Oh into, yeah. Into how he how he's uh challenging red. Because like he knows that he's at a disadvantage mm -hmm. and he'll do it anyways. 
in order for him to gain the advantage of like trying to get to the the gym leader first, right? And so he just leaves. As I Red's sitting there with his with his Pikachu. <laughs> as I but there's a there's another flyer on the floor. As I which you 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 think with the with the whole Pokemon world being like they're like mostly vegans and everything <laughs> that they wouldn't have all this trash on the floor, especially flyers. Oh man! But it's like you you see a flyer out on the grass where it says "Calling All Fighters" and I, the the Peter City Gym Leader is gonna take on all the challenges that are that are there. Yeah. And he's saying that the next challenge is is the next day around noon. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Red gets pumped up. He says like, "Okay," is like, "We're gonna go," and everybody's gonna be sorry. This is like, because we're gonna beat them all, but. Before that, he forgets that all of his Pokemon are almost dead. Yep, they're weak. Hasn't... They're, they're weak. But the messed up part is, he says, first thing in the morning, I need to go to the Pokemon Center. First thing in the morning. So he's going to go. He's going to go home and rest. Or wherever he goes to sleep. He's going to rest. He's going to enjoy his night while these Pokemon are still injured i know right and forced to go to sleep like that because <laughs> like waiting for like the next eight hours or whatever this kid's gonna get up to <laughs> this is true i wonder why he didn't just go to the pokemon center there immediately yeah we can't really tell what time of day of the day it's going on here you, you can kind of assume it's still daytime so i wonder why red doesn't just go to the pokemon center right there and then like hey let me, and then my, don't don't the Pokemon centers act like they they're kind of like hotels almost. Yeah, at least in the anime, yeah, it, it always most of the Pokemon center looked like they were twenty four hours. Yeah, or like they they just have they just have like was like 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 hostels for people. Yeah, and even in the game, because even when they incorporated time in the game, I don't think you could. Obviously, I know it's a game, but uh-huh. I don't think there was ever a time that a Pokemon Center was closed. So, yeah, who knows? And you know what sucks? So, this is the crazy part. Blue is making fun of Red. Like, yeah, your Pikachu is not going to stand a chance against a Rock-type gym leader. But I'm like, Blue, you realize Red has a Bulbasaur and a Poliwhirl. You would assume that um, this, this, this gym battle is going to be a breeze for Red. Okay, so, you know, now Red has a new Pokemon. He has, you know, he, he has a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, of course, what happens the next day? Life happens. Yep. Red is on his way to the Pokemon Center. I'm like, okay, cool. This is going to be the plan. I'm going to go heal up my Pokemon. I, we're going to go straight to the gym afterwards. Knock down, you know, knock down this uh, gym leader and get the Boulder Badge before Blue. Yep. And he gets there, and he there's a, is there a crowd? Yeah, there's a crowd. Ooh, yeah, it's like the the whole the whole place the the whole the whole place is wrecked. Yeah, was like a was like a notice sign in the in the front of it saying that the the Pokemon Center was damaged by unknown vandals. If you guys already know, you can assume who it is, who it would be, right? Yeah, but it's like you pretty much just have a place that's been. <laughs> It's like I'm assuming Team Rocket just went over, and this is like they just did a drive by. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The the, the building it's like they just went by and just like pa 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 pa. This is like destroyed because like because it didn't just it didn't just like destroy a couple windows, but you you see you see cracks in what 
in 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 the building. Yes. As in someone just ran straight through it. Oh yeah, it looks like this is the way this is what my imagination tells me. Team Rocket for whatever reason or whatever vandal it could have been had a couple of geo dudes threw it out. They either were just up to no good or they were mad at uh, uh, nurse Joy or the nurse, whatever you want to call her, just decided to completely demolish the Pokemon Center. The building here looks pretty wrecked, broken windows, broken door. So obviously, the Pokemon, the Peter City Pokemon Center, yep. is closed. So now we have Red, who looks like he probably has no more money to buy potions. His two main Pokemon, Polly and Sore, are weak, low HP. He has one new Pokemon, which is Pikachu, which is obviously at this point his weakest Pokemon. Man, and, like, and the worst part is that he won't even listen to him, too. Oh, yeah. He hasn't even established any sort of relationship with him. Exactly. So uh, so Red is like, um, man, today the, the gym leader's hosting this tournament. I want to go. I have to. I have to be blue and get the Boulder Batch first. And he's like, the only one who, the only Pokemon I have at full power, it's Pikachu. And so he was like, Red is like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Let's, I can do this. Let's knock this out. So we get him running. He goes towards the gym. And this is actually the last page of the chapter. Mm -hmm. So we, we, what I like here is how, just from the little bit that we get here, Brock has a whole boxing arena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, Red runs to the gym. We got a full crowd. It literally looks like Red walked right into a boxing match. You you could hear it. It's uh, You could hear what's going on in this picture. He walked right into a boxing match. We got a whole crowd going, cheering, booing, who knows what. And this is the crazy part. We don't see a trainer, but we see a Charmeleon. So you can only assume at this point, obviously we don't want to uh, spoil what's coming up ahead, but we can only assume that this Charmeleon, it's possibly Blues already, who the last time that we saw in the previous chapter was still, you know, a little uh, Charmander. And <laughs> if you look at the last panel where we have Red, he's looking like, oh man, this is crazy. Like, you know, that's the first time he's there in person in a gym match. We get we get some words on the side like yeah yeah and then on the side it says kill kill. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Oh my god! Not only you know what? Let me correct Man, myself. These, these guys are going for the neck at this point. Let me correct myself. This is not a boxing match. This is a full on WWE wrestling match. <laughs> this is where the crowd is throwing chairs at the Pokemon and. They're like, use the chair, chair, kill. <laughs> nah, it's, uh, what is it? It's, it's Mortal Kombat. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's what this is. Oh, man. So, yeah, Red walks in, and you could tell in that last panel, in this last page, um, yeah, Red is like, man, what did I get myself into? Um, He's like, whoa, and it, I, I kind of feel bad for him because he literally has, so he has three Pokemon. And from those three Pokemon, he has, he has two that would completely help him ace the, these matches. He has a grass type, he has a water type, mm -hmm. 
this is a rock type gym and but man they're they're not you know his pokemon aren't doing so well they're not uh fully powered but he's like okay whatever uh, i'll knock this out and See, uh, I, w- I would feel bad for him the problem is that he's like he had injured pokemon he should have just immediately gone to the to the pokemon center to begin with you're right it's like instead of, instead of just waiting until until the next day yeah, and then from what it looks like, he didn't wait until noon. <laughs> yeah, it's like at that point, it's like you would have already known because from what we from what we've seen, the the the, the gym the the gym challenge was starting at noon, and yeah. you see Red running to it as if he's already late to it, which means he went he already went. <laughs> it's <laughs> like he he only went for his Pokemon. He waited until noon. Yeah, to get to get his to get his already injured Pokemon healed, only to find out that is not that is the the Pokemon Center is closed because it's been vandalized the the night before. This but, is. Oh yeah, you want to finish? Uh, it? Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, it's like, I, it's like I, I would have felt bad. <laughs> it's like if he if he were more responsible. That's true. About the fact that he has like living super weapons in his pocket. Now this is what uh this is the only this is me of course maybe reaching a little bit here but the only thing that I could say here is when Red realizes that his Pokemon you know are uh you know pretty much on low health as he calls it he looks like he's on the outskirts of town because it be you know he looks like he where where he, he he's sitting down on a patch of grass. The only thing that I could think of here is that the cities here are a lot like the anime, and in real life, they're legitimately big cities. Mm-hmm. He could have been at this moment a little bit far from the Pokemon Center, unlike in the games where they're just no matter for the most part, especially the early cities, they're small towns. There's like what three, four buildings. Uh-huh. It's not far to get to the Pokemon Center. So this is my only thing that I could think of. He was hanging out with his Pokemon. On the outskirts of town, it got late. He probably figured, you know what, I might as well rest here, and then on my way back to the gym, I'll heal the Pokemon. I'll heal my Pokemon at the Pokemon Center, and then go to the gym. Meaning that he could have been a long way off, kind of like like you know, it's like walking three, four, five miles away. Man, he's got his running shoes. <laughs> That's true. He'll he be fine. ten years old. <laughs> he could have made it. <laughs> he's, he's ten. The only the only thing I, I hear this also brings up another question. I wonder what exactly do what exactly do Pokemon centers do to Pokemon? Because in the games, obviously, mm-hmm. we go, we talk to the nurse, you hand over the Pokemon. It's like a two-second animation. We get the little jingle, and then she gives you back your Pokemon. Boom, they're healed. In the anime, very similar, but I feel like there is more... there more of a process because you see ash hand over the pokemon ash kind of takes he leaves usually he leaves his pokemon at the center he kind of goes this is just judging from a lot of the scenes i've seen in the anime ash goes takes a break pikachu goes with him maybe like an hour or so he comes back nurse joy tells him hey your pokemon are fully healed they're they're fully rested I don't, if Red slept outside of town here, you would think that the his Pokemon would have been well rested as well the next day. 
I wonder what exactly do they give them at the Pokemon Center? Could be food. Could be food. Could be food. Could be medicine that he didn't have. Yeah. So maybe even at this point, not only are his Pokemon on low health, he's probably hungry as it is too. So who knows? That's just me speculating a little bit more uh, from what we see here or in the anime. And, uh, but yeah, that's the end of uh, chapter four. Red now knows about the gym leaders. He knows about Brock. He knows that there's a tournament being held here. Blue challenged them like, hey, let's see who gets this gym badge first. Red runs into uh, Brock's gym. There's a whole tournament going on. There's a whole crowd. You could tell there's probably lights. There's probably, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's even a referee calling the match. And there's a Charmeleon there and a whole crowd yelling, kill, kill. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of Pokemon matches we got going on here, but we're going to have to wait and see till next week. And uh, to all our listeners, if you haven't read, if you haven't picked up this uh, manga, you are definitely missing out. We encourage you to pick it up, follow, read these chapters alongside with us. And we're going to continue moving forward. Uh, we're going to see in the next chapter, next episode, Red's first gym battle. You don't want to miss out. And we, Red finally has a new addition to his Pokemon team, which is Pikachu. And once again, this translation doesn't show it, but Red also nicknamed his Pikachu, Pika. Not the most creative name, but hey. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is, this is the kid that... <laughs> his mind wasn't on name calling. Oh, of course not. Yes, yeah, so we have Polly, we have Soar, and now we have Pika. And judging from what we see here, Red might be on his way to his doom. He has uh, an electric-type Pokemon about to f a battle a rock-type gym leader, which one could argue... He's more than just a rock type gym leader. He's a rock ground because the, all his Pokemon are rock ground types. <laughs> yeah, that, that does not make it any better. <laughs> it really doesn't. But see, this is the crazy part. I didn't realize this until I was older. Ground types are the ones that are completely immune to electric types, not rock types. Now, if you hit a pure rock type with an electric type moves, it... it It'll do some damage. Mm -hmm. It's, it's going to be not very effective, but it'll still do some damage. Ground types, on the other hand, no damage at all. Yeah. You throw a Thunderbolt, Thundershock, Thunder, any electric type move, it's not going to affect the ground types at all. I used to think it was also the ground type, but then later on... You mean the rock type? What was that? You used to think it was also the rock type? Yeah. I thought rock types were also immune, but... That's not that's not it at all. It's the ground types. But yeah. How many how many pure rock types are even out there? Now that I think about it. Cause it's never significant enough for people to ever actually use electric types with electric? rocks anyways. Well, I know I I can't think of the number off the top of my head, but I know in uh, Gen five we have Rock and Roller. Oh, okay. He's basically like the new Kind of like another iteration of Geodude. Uh -huh. But uh, but yeah, Rock and Rolla, instead of, he has no arms, no, uh, but he just has feet. Mm -hmm. He's a pure rock type. Oh, okay. Yeah, unlike Geodude, Geodude is a rock ground type. 
So if you were to try to attack a Geodude with an Electrotype move, no damage at all. Right. This is when you need your Pikachu to know like a Steel-type move at least to cause any type of damage. Yeah. But yes, this is uh, the end of uh, Chapter 4. Next week, we're going to do Chapter 5. And the name of Chapter 5 is Onyx is On. And as the original title used to say, versus Onyx. So join us next week, everyone. Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to the Pokemon Adventures podcast. If you're enjoying uh, our conversation, if you're enjoying this podcast, please give us a good rating. Uh, give it a share to anybody that enjoys Pokemon. Um, once again, this story does not revolve around Ash. This story revolves around Red. Red, his Pokemon, his adventures, his villains. And next week, we're going to have Red's first gym battles. Any last thoughts, Chas? Well, yeah, it's, that's pretty much just it. It's, we're finally getting to the to the more interesting parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, I will admit, something happens in the next chapter in this gym battle that I really am not a fan of. But we'll save that for next week. Um, if you have this manga at home, uh, pick it up, join us, read Chapter 5, Onyx is on. If you've never read this and you still haven't purchased a copy of Pokemon Adventures, you can find it on Amazon. You can purchase a paperback version. You can purchase a digital version and read it on your Kindle. Um, but pick it up. Download it, purchase it, borrow it from somebody. Yeah. Um, you're going to enjoy it. If you haven't read this story, you're definitely missing out. If you have a manga app, they might have it there. Oh, that's just, right. Yeah, just be mindful about the fact that just like the, the manga, the, it's like some, what is it, some translations, they, they switch out the names because originally... That's true. Originally, blue was supposed to be green. Yes, yes. And then it's like, also with the, with the whatchamacallit, with, with the nicknames. The, oh, yeah. the nicknames are also in some versions too. Slightly different, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yes, everybody, that concludes today's episode. Episode 4, Chapter 4. And until next week, this is the Pokemon Adventures Podcast. My name is Sergio, and this is Chas, and we shall see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye.